What's going on, everybody? This is Angelo Maldonado Jr., and you are now listening to The Actors' Lounge. Hey, guys, and welcome back to an all-new episode of The Actors' Lounge. I'm your host, Melanie Victor, and today we have with us a very special guest. Please welcome to the show actor, writer, and comedian, Angelo Maldonado Jr. Hey, Angelo, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Thank you for being here. I'm I'm happy to have you on. This is like an extension from Clubhouse. <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we connected. And that's how I actually discovered you because you hold a, an amazing room for actors and it's called Actors Who Feel Like Giving Up in Courage. So it's a safe space for actors who may be feeling discouraged or whatever they may be feeling like it's a very safe space to just kind of pour your heart out. And I mean, the times that I've been in, I don't know how long you've been doing it. I think I maybe caught the room three times. Um, and it's been about five weeks, five weeks now. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think maybe I've been in like three or four and every single time I'm in there, I'm like in there for hours because it's never like, I just can't stop listening. Like it's so encouraging yes like it's so encouraging like the advice that you give and the the people that come up and the stories they share it is it's a really good space and you're you're doing like really powerful work I know God is using you in this space so I just want to say thank you and that's how we connected amen and I appreciate your words I mean I think the really the 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 passion behind it and 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 my desire was to be the change that I want to see yeah. You know, we, we, we hear we hear that a lot, but in many cases, people don't really act on it. Right. You know, they have the idea, they have the goal, they have the desire. And I just decided, you know, I'm going to act on it. And regardless of who comes into the room or not, because right. um, I think that's one big issue um, that many people have and that usually hinder them from moving forward is that how, how will people receive this? How are they right. going to, you know, appreciate it? You know, if they will, they appreciate it, you know, and then. Uh, but I said, you know what, I don't care if there's one person, two yeah. people, three people, you know, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a Christian. I believe, you know, it says when it says in the Bible, it says when two or three or more are gathered, yes. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, you know, so I'm a firm believer of that. So. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that is so true. You touched on the fact that some people don't do things because of fear of other people. How's it going to be received mm-hmm. or lack thereof? So it, it stops them from moving forward. And just to be transparent, I did um, a few I think I've done like three or four um, rooms now. And initially before I did it, that was my fear of like, you know, oh, I don't know if I should do it. Who am I? Like, no, who, what if no one shows, you know, all that stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I gave myself the permission to do it, feel the fear, do it anyway. So I totally um, agree with you on that. So yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, So tell me now you, are an actor, you're a writer, comedian. You do a lot of things. You have your own um, production, film production company. And we'll talk about that. You used to do, used to be a recording artist. You've done a lot in the business. So, just give yes. us a you know brief uh, background of who you are and how you got started in the entertainment industry. Almost oh, definitely. Well, I'm I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. I'm born and raised born and raised in Brooklyn, New York City. Okay. And um, so definitely consider myself a New Yorican. Mm-hmm. And um, growing up, I came from a background where my grandfather was a famous singer and guitarist uh, in a Spanish group in the 50s. So I always had this gift of, of, of singing since a young child. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize until I was about seven or eight and all the relatives would have me sing at, 
at birthday parties and they would just kept, you know, egging me on to sing, to sing, to sing. And I never understood, like, why you guys keep bothering me to sing? Like, <laughs> you know, so, so I, I got older, you know, I started realizing, like, oh, okay, I, I got, got a little skills. Let me find out. <laughs> so, so, um, so then I, so then I kept going and then, um, so music became this, this passion, mm. but, um, you know, but in between all of that, you know, there was, there was just a lot of traumatic experiences that I experienced where, you know, I didn't um, realize at the time that my father was battling with mental illness, you know, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of things that I that I experienced that I, I believe shaped me to be the person that I am. And mm-hmm. so without getting into too much depth, because um, I, I definitely don't want to, you know, bring anyone down. But, you know, I did experience a lot of abuse, mm-hmm. you know, in, in many forms. And I think that uh, that I ran mm-hmm. to music even more so mm-hmm. because of it, you know, mm-hmm. so. You know, um, you know, yeah, there was, I mean, there was sexual abuse, um, not on the part of my, my father, but, you know, uh, of an adult man and, and, mm. and when I was a kid. So that, that really messed with me. And at that yeah. point, you know, I gravitated towards food. Mm. And, I, and I think that, uh, that the hardest part for me was, you know, people, some people gravitate towards, you know, different things. And, and, and food is my crutch at a young age. Mm-hmm. It was readily, it was always available. You know, you'd open up the fridge, it was available. Um, but yeah, so I grew up and, and, and I started to run some music. I started singing and rapping and, and got into, you know, to hip hop as well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, that became my escape. And so it, as, as time went on, I got better and better, um, and then started making my own music. And then, um, by the time you know it, you know, I'm performing in, in all of the, the major clubs in New York city and, and just, just, you know, just doing everything I could to, to prove you know, that, that, uh, that this heavy set, you know, Puerto Rican that can rap mm-hmm. and sing, right. uh, that they, you know, that I had, uh, a, you know, a place right. in the industry and whatnot. So yeah, that's just a, a, a little, little snippet of, of, of my life, but yeah. there's so much more to it. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure. <laughs> How did, um, where did the acting come into play? Like, where does that start? Ooh, that, that, start? that, that that basically will 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 we we would be leaping all the way over so so we're we're it's like a quantum leap over okay, okay. Um, to acting so let's so I'm, let's we're gonna we're gonna jump all the way to <laughs> me being forty three right wow. so um so my father unfortunately in two thousand and seventeen at the age of six of sixty years old um he sadly committed suicide wow and um my dad, you know, with, with the, his battles with uh, bipolar disease, PTSD, mm-hmm. and depression, um, I was with him three weeks before he lived in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, but something, something told me in my spirit, like, I just felt it inside that, that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I remember flying out there with my brother. Um, you know, he only had two children. Um, and me and my brother, I was the oldest. And something told me, go out there. And do what you can to convince your dad to to move um, and to move in with you in, in Pennsylvania. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I remember begging him and begging him. And uh, and then remember my brother just jumped in at the last minute and he said, "Hey, if he doesn't want to go, leave him alone. He's a grown man." Mm. And that was all, that was all my dad needed. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stay." And mm. and then three three weeks later, we get the call that he uh, that he took his life. But yeah. The, the significance of it was, like I said, my father was a Marine and he was also an actor. Mm. 
So the fact that he was an actor and how he would always talk so highly of it. And we were so proud of him. Um, it wasn't something that I was like into, into, but I was proud because um, I was, you know, the music guy, you know, the guy that's, you know, performing here, performing there and, right. and you know, um, getting offered a production contract with Wyclef and mm. 04 and wow. performing with him on the Carson Daly Social. Music was always like my thing. Mm -hmm. But when he passed away, um, I, I didn't know how to grieve. Mm. I couldn't even go to the funeral. Mm. Like it was just really it was really that bad because of my anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so um in 2018, I remember being in church and, um, you know, me and my family, we spend New Year's in church. We just, you know, we, we, we've been doing that for, you know, God knows how long. Yeah. And I remember praying and I said, God, I don't know. I can't, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with my dad not being around. Mm. And, um, and I just felt strongly that he was calling me to carry on his legacy. All I heard was legacy, mm. you know, all I heard was legacy. And then, and then two and two together, um, I became an actor in mid um, 2018 wow. um, to carry on his legacy, strictly to carry on his legacy. And then shortly after I got bit by the bug, you know. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. What a way and a reason to get into this field, you know, because um, you hear stories of people that are just like, oh, you know, I wanted to do this since I was young, since before I could remember that, you know, remember or, you know, exactly. just that young age. But the reason behind you know you getting into it that is just wow it's really deep and I'm really sorry to hear about your father and you know I appreciate that yeah the the struggle that that must have been but also the the beauty in you stepping up and honoring him in that in that way that's that's really beautiful wow I appreciate that thank you it's it was tough but um it definitely it, it definitely helped me grieve because mm. it was it was my way to connect with him and to um, to, you know, carry the torch, yeah. you know, so, wow. yeah, yeah. So what mm -hmm. has that journey for you look like, um, you know, and, and, and your family support or lack thereof, I don't know, you know, just like, Hey, I'm oh, going to be an actor now. Like what, what was that? What feedback did well, you get? Well, I mean, I think prior to the feedback, I just think from my own, you know, just my own feelings, my own emotions, my own thoughts, it mm -hmm. was scary. You yeah. know, because here I am in my 40s, right. you know, I have two little girls at home, mm -hmm. you know, at um, ages at the time they were, uh, well, my eldest is uh, 13 and then I also have a 10 year old. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they were obviously two years, well, three years younger, I think, well, close to three years young. And um, so it was, it was, um, it was scary, yeah. you know, it was scary because I just didn't know if this was, you know, if this was such a smart idea, you know, right. and I said, man, you know, I know this. It feels right in, in my heart and in my soul, but, you know, can I sustain my family? So mm -hmm. um, initially the fear was 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 naturally going to be there because it's just foreign territory. Right. You know, this is not, I'm not used to this. I don't know the acting world. You know, I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. Um, and so, but I, but the, the reception and the support was, was, was amazing on, on, on part of my wife because she knew why I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I decided to become an actor, I told my daughter, and um, I believe she was 11. And yeah, she was. A, a, matter of fact, yeah, 11, 11 at the time. And um, just turned 11. And she said to me, she goes, Daddy, I want to be an actor too. I want to I carry on Grandpa's legacy. Wow. 
And um and I and I when I started crying, I said, yeah. you know what? Then then it, it was it was it was just amazing. So yeah, wow. the support system on my on my in, in my household was just amazing. Um, I mean, I mean, everyone else. I, I mean, I can't say as much, but yeah. uh, um, <laughs> a lot. Of, yeah, a lot. Exactly. Uh, you know, like a lot of the relatives that that you would hope would support you. Yeah. Um, they didn't support until they started seeing me on television, and then all of a sudden, you know. Uh, oh, we always believed in you. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> right. you had to see me on TV to believe me. So but it's, it's always you know, like that. <laughs> it's wow, that's amazing. I, I, I can appreciate that as far as, you know, your wife being supportive and then your children seeing you step out and doing that. And then, you know, your daughter being inspired to say like, hey, I want to do this, too. You know, I mean, it's just so much bigger than us. That's what I. I appreciate about so many stories that I've heard and had the opportunity to listen to this thing is so much bigger than us. So, um, you know, when you, when you got started, like what were some of the things that you did? Cause I know you're, you're in New York, right? Um, well, I, I'm born and raised in New York city in Brooklyn, but I, I reside in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So it's, okay. yeah. Yeah. So it's about an hour and 45 minutes away from New York city. Okay. Okay. So what was, you know, like, what'd you do? Cause yeah, it's like, Hey, I want to be an actor. It's like, okay, now what, <laughs> what, did, what did that look like no, for you? Well, for me, I think, I think the, the, the initial, um, step that I took was I started to reach out to those who I knew were in the acting business mm -hmm. and um you know being uh you know in the music game you know I, I had the the pleasure of and the honor of of meeting a lot of actors and, and celebrities and stuff like that so I had a lot of connections and resources okay. to some people that were really big in the industry um didn't mean that I that I was able to you know to really get all the information that I wanted you know what I mean at times when i would send a message and then get a message back for a month or two, you know, just, yeah. but, uh, but I, but I did reach out to some actors who were, you know, on a, you know, I, I don't like to say smaller, uh, smaller scale. I mean, I think that's, a, that's a bad word to use, but, but we're just mean. not, not, not as, 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 uh, as known, I should say of, 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 of actors, right. uh, but they were pretty active and I would ask questions and, and, and just research. And, and I was really doing my part to make mm. sure that I was, that I did my due diligence Nice. Uh, versus me just asking a million questions. So it started off with the, you know, some just random questions uh, to some people that I knew were doing, doing it for a while. And then I started to really understand mm. what it was about. I joined, um, which was really huge uh, for me, was Wendy Elaine Wright, which yeah. is kind of like, uh, she's she's amazing. I learned so much. I started watching her videos. Um, I started, um, I joined her page, TMFA. Um, I believe it's... Um, talent managers for actors i believe it is what it's called yeah. and once i got on once i got on there like my eyes just lit open and yeah. i scheduled a one-on-one -on -one with her um it was a skype one-on-one -on -one. and then that's when i realized i say wow like now i understand what the, what this business is about what's mm. expected of me the level of excellence that's expected so i can yeah. book and cast and and that's kind of when it's you know when it really made sense it all yeah. came together that's great. Yeah, I had the opportunity of um, interviewing Wendy on the show. And yeah, she's really, really awesome. She's really amazing. She's the best. I love her. I adore her. She knows that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she's, I mean, she's putting in work on Clubhouse too, just like you. I mean, there's so mm -hmm. many people on, I, I keep referencing Clubhouse because it's just been, it's been such a blessing. I mean, I feel oh. that all my interviews just this year, you know, just, I, I had a baby um, two months ago. So oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So um, 
I had kind of took a little break from the podcast, but I started going again, like interviewing and stuff. And every interview so far that I've done and released has been from Clubhouse. So <laughs> it's been like it's been life changing. Honestly, it, yeah. it's 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 changed my life. Yeah, talk and, about that. Um, talk about that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, once I once I heard about the app, I didn't know much about it, but once I really got a good understanding of what you know of what Clubhouse really was, I realized that there was so many people on there mm-hmm. that that most in the business would would give anything mm-hmm. to be in front of, right? Yeah. So 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 you can't be in front of anyone physically. It's not a Zoom call. It's just just a picture of you right. and you get a chance to just to share your heart. Mm-hmm. And it honestly allows even the most introverted individual yes. uh, an opportunity to speak and share. Because like my wife, my wife will have no issue speaking with someone on the phone. But if you put her in front of a Zoom or in yeah. front of somebody physically, yeah. uh, she, she shuts down because she's an introvert. Right. Absolutely. So um, with this app. Um, I mean, uh, the, the relationships that I've made with 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 major casting directors, with with m- talent managers and agents and 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 actors, and I mean, the list goes on and on. It's just amazing. Yeah. And 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 honestly, it's, it was just very authentic. It was organic. It wasn't forced. Mm-hmm. These were people that were able to hear me. Some of them just accidentally just would jump into a room that I was in or if I was sharing yeah. and they would just hear me share my heart. And mm-hmm. we just forged this relationship um, that, that honestly I'm still to this day, it's just mind boggling. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. And um, I, I even secured management via, um, you know, clubhouse. I signed with uh, Kat Arcos yes. and Arcos management. Shout out to so <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, I adore her, she's man. Awesome. I see, she, she literally is, like you could just, you know, when people say that there are angels on this earth mm. and you got to be careful because mm. you don't know who, who you're talking to or yeah. sitting next to. Wow. She's she, she is such a blessing to me. She actually signed my daughter as well. Mm. And so so she she signed me and my daughter to Arcos Management. That's and it, it's literally changed our lives. And so we adore her and her husband, her husband, Leo, as well. And so we're just we're just glad to be a part of the Aquos management family. It's just really a blessing. It is a blessing. Um, yeah, and with your room that you started, um, I imagine that you've probably been getting so many, you know, maybe DMs or people reaching out to you, just letting yes. you know how you know you've impacted them. I mean, I want to say has that happened, but I I can only imagine that it's happened. I've received hundreds wow. of, of, of DMs mm. and, and honestly, it's, it, I think I probably cried with, mm. with about 75% of them because, yeah. you know, when you, when you get people and I'm talking about, about agents, I'm not only talking about wow. actors, I'm talking about agents. I'm talking about casting directors. Mm. I'm talking about people that you would never, ever believe wow. reaching out, you know, um, celebrity, co- um, acting coaches. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, er- everyone that you could possibly, uh, you, you would never think of mm. reaching out saying, thank you. You know, you've made me cry. I needed this. I'm talking about some actors, mm. big time actors. Yeah. I'm not going to mention their names out of, out of, you know, out right. of, out of just the sake of respecting their privacy. But it was just amazing how people, some, I had people, people reach out saying, Hey, I was about to kill myself mm. today. You know, I was, I was, I was, I just wanted to die because I gave up everything that I had to move to LA or to move to New York. 
And when I got on this clubhouse and I got on this in your room, mm. you know, I was just so inspired and the love was just so real and it was so pure. Yes. And um, and it wasn't just about actors. It was it was for everyone. Yep. I just think, you know, so when you hear when you just count you hear that all the time mm -hmm. and, and, and you just see these messages, it's you know, I remember my wife looking at me one day, she woke up uh, maybe about three something in the morning and she saw me crying. Mm. She, she thought there was something wrong. Um, and I said, and she, and she, I showed her some of the messages and she mm. started crying too. She goes, you see, babe, mm. you know, God is always using you, mm. you know, always using you because you always, you always are thinking of other people before you. And, and, and I said, you know what? Um, I, my, that was my prayer. My mm. prayer was like, I said, Lord, as you bring me into this new journey, you know, help me to never forget the call the calling that you have over my life and not get overwhelmed with this Hollywood with yeah. this acting world and and forget who I am because as I start to elevate mm -hmm. I don't I didn't, I didn't want to, to 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 start to navigate you know what I mean to, to the different yeah. directions I wanted to always stay the course and mm -hmm. this room allows me to love on people to encourage people and to do things that I've been doing for many years you know yeah. what I mean which uh which is so much more to it like I said I, I've been I've just been so active in the community, helping young children, uh, young adults and, and teenagers who are battling with mental illness, with yeah. with gangs and things. And so I was always active in the community in Allentown uh, when I started my own nonprofit called Takeover Ministries. So all I did was just help kids that were battling with, with again, mental illness, suicide, bullying. Wow. Um, and so I spent 10 years of my life just devoted to that. And yeah. so uh, when my dad died in 2017, I stopped all of that. Mm. Um, and, and, um, and that's when I segued into acting. So to know that I could still, I could still help people yeah. in this capacity is a blessing. Gosh, that, I have chills. That is just so powerful. I feel emotional right now. That's so beautiful. I mean, I can just feel your genuine spirit. It's very powerful and it's very um, infectious. Like I, I feel that every time in, I'm in your rooms, I just, wow. It's just beautiful. I'm, yeah. I'm humbled by that. I'm humbled by that. And one thing, you know, not to sound generic, you know, but um, you know, I give all the glory to God because, you know, if, if, if he didn't, and he didn't allow me to have breath in my lungs, I wouldn't be able to, to do any of the things that I do. So I give him all the glory. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just humbled and honored and, and I, you know, I'm not trying to be, um, uh, overly religious, you know, but, uh, but, but, but I'm not, but I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed either yeah. of my faith. So yeah. I'm right there with you. So I'm all about that. I welcome that on this podcast. So <laughs> that is totally yeah. good. And, and, and it, it's also, so to hear you say you had been doing this work for like 10 years now I'm like, oh, okay, this is why you're such a natural in this space. And, you know, I was even, I had it playing. I was listening, um, letting my husband listen a little bit, you know, to the room. And he was just like, wow, like, you know, this is so powerful, like what they're talking about. And it just feels like a safe space. And I'm like, man, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like church and therapy, like all wrapped in one, you know, it's just yes. like really powerful. Yes. So I want to touch on mental health. You know, that is a, it's a big thing that a lot mm -hmm. of individuals are dealing with, you know, have been dealing with, but now I just feel like it's so out more in the open. Like it's a conversation. Right. People 
aren't suffering in silence as much anymore. Mm -hmm. There are people that are definitely still suffering in silence because of the stigma and the shame and, you know, just embarrassment of it all, um, whatever that may be. But um, Mm -hmm. I I think it's really important, the work that you're doing. So I want to touch on that. Like, what advice would you give to actors, listeners, anyone, you know, who is struggling with mental health and still trying to like move forward in their dreams? Because I know that that can be something that could be stifling that can hold you back. But you know, what are some ways that, you know, people can still push forward? I I think when, when, when I think of mental illness, I try to look at it as um, like an infection or a cut. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you get a cut, you know, it's it's uh you know it's like they like i tell my kids you got a boo-boo mm-hmm. you know you got a little you got a little boo-boo it's it's something that needs to be treated yeah. um if you have a throat infection you know you're, you're you know you have your your throat is sick in a sense mm-hmm. right so so there are things that you need to take in order to get rid of that right and then so there, there's some you know forms of mental illness that can you know be dealt with and with with medication um, there, there are some forms of medica- of, of mental illness that, that people can actually get therapy for. Like, for instance, PTSD uh, is not something that people have to suffer with, not all, uh, suffer with all of their lives. There are people that are able to kind of get the therapy and, 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 and meditate, and they're able to find a way to, to, to heal themselves, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, with, with those traumas. Um, but I think when it pertains to mental illness, I think, you know, the biggest thing is to just embrace the fact that you know there is something that needs your undivided attention and and that you know there are very few people who are are going to be supportive mm-hmm. um and and and, and there are going to be very few people that truly understand so find those who do get it find those who are supportive and then also mm-hmm. don't ever be ashamed of, of 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 what you're battling with because it doesn't define you yeah like like if you don't if you're a person with no legs mm. does that take away from the quality of of a person that you are inside if you're blind does that take away from who you are as and you know and the, the, none of those things define you what defines you is your heart and see when people struggle with mental illness they have to realize that it that that it doesn't take away anything from who you are unless you allow it to. Yeah. And so, yes, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's overwhelming. And, and, and some of us deal with different things. And then also, I also want to, to mention that it's not easy for those who, who love people mm-hmm. who have mental illness. You may have a child that has mental illness. You may have a, a, a partner, a significant other, a relative, or somebody that may have committed suicide. There, there's so many things. You know, a lot of times we don't always address the people who who love those or, or who care for those who had a fr- or have a friend or yeah. had a friend, and so I always try to to be cognizant of 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 everyone because everyone suffers. You know what I mean? Not just the person that has the illness and stuff. But I, my biggest encouragement to everybody is to is to really be open about it. And yeah. again, you you touched on it, like suffering in silence. You know, don't be ashamed to open up about it. Don't don't worry about what anyone thinks because the right people will be in your life. The right people will support you and you will, and you are not alone. You're definitely not alone. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Really, really good advice. And I, I didn't even 
think about, you know, the the family or the friends who are there, you know, with the, the person who may be dealing with mental illness. Like, yeah, that that person right. is affected, too. Or those people are affected as well. Um, and a lot of times we may forget about those people, you know, because they're affected oh. in, a, in a different way. Yes. They definitely, trust me when I tell you it's probably one one, one topic that doesn't get brought up right. um, almost at all. You know, it's always about the yeah. person suffering. And we don't realize that that the people that are there also suffer as well. Yeah. And so, you know, I always try to be cognizant of them as well and, and just let them know that, hey, you know, I know that it isn't easy. You know, yeah. I, I, I know that, that, that you're going through your own you know, hell, for lack of better words, especially where my stepmother had to deal with with my dad and Mm. his bipolar disease and the Mm. stories that I would hear her tell me and cry out to me. And just she she said that she would she was pulling out her hair Mm. um, from her head because she would just she was just so overwhelmed Mm. and it was just so much. And and I would cry and I would always tell her, I said, listen, you know, I, 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 I love you. I'm here for you. And I just and I was just there just just to hear her cries and pray mm. for her. But it, but it but it is tough though. And I and yeah. I it, like I said, it it it's not always easy. But but you can you can get through it as long as the support system is strong. And that's one thing that I always urge people: make sure that you that you're surrounded by people who will go go to bat for you just as much as as you would if if the roles were reversed. You know. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, tell us a little bit about your short film you have an indiegogo um for your short film called don't mind me and as well you have Mm -hmm. a film um production company called mind Mm -hmm. state film so let's just wrap it all into one because i know they're all connected so um tell us about the film and why it was important to you to create and your production company as well for sure for sure um first and foremost the film actually came to mind maybe about a month or two uh, after I became um, an actor. And, and the film was, my, my desire was to, to share uh, what it was like growing up, you know, in my household as a, as a kid trying to aspire to be, you know, this rapper and, and mm-hmm. singer and trying to uh, really just chase my dreams, but, but how I was also dealing with, um, you know, my dad and not understanding why he was doing the things he was doing and, and um, and just going through my own um, battles and struggles. So so it, it really was just basically in a nutshell without giving away the film in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film in itself is is tackling uh, a variety of, of 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 mental illnesses. For instance, it's tackling bipolar disease. Mm-hmm. It's tackling depression. It's tackling um, cutting suicide. It's mm-hmm. tackling. Uh, I mean, literally, there's so many different things. So each um, scene and, and character this, this is dealing with emotional eating in my case and and you know and 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 dep- I think I think I said depression but anxiety or whatever mm-hmm. so um, it, it tackles so many different things so I wanted to, uh, to to give people a perspective from a Latinx family you know in the 90s in Brooklyn New York City and and what I was dealing with and 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 so yeah this film is um, called Don't Mind Me, which is a double entendre, you know, because it's, you know, don't mind me. It's kind of like a klutzy person usually like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, don't mind me. You know, you know, don't mind me. You know, I do this a lot or, right. or you know, uh, I say that I talk a lot. Don't mind me. I talk a lot. You know, and it's always kind of a 
of, of, of something that people tend to say uh, as almost an apology, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then and then also the whole mind, you know, don't mind me. Mm. Uh, and so this film, mm. um, we have attached to it uh, the legendary uh, DJ Tony Touch, mm. um, which is a legendary DJ. And if you don't know who he is, please Google him. He's an, uh, an icon in the game. I mean, I'm super honored to have him scoring. And then we also have um, DJ Ralph McDaniels, which is um, the he is the founder of uh, the longest running music video show in the world, Video Music Box, mm. um, which is which is I mean, he is hip hop. Mm. So, I mean, he's responsible for some of uh, the, what they say, the goats in, in the hip hop industry. Uh, I mean, he's done videos for Nas. He's mm. I mean, he's responsible for Jay-Z, not all of yeah. all of the, the favorite rappers, mm. um, just them getting the exposure that other outlets weren't giving at the time, mm-hmm. you know, because it was so underground. Right. And um, so they 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 both are attached. We have my manager, Kat Arcos, which is going to be uh, the casting director for nice. that as well. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so the film, the film is I play my father in the film, which mm. is uh, really, 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 really gonna be tough um so so i'm i'm tapping into you know i'm 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 tapping into his uh it's good like even that even now thinking about it chokes me up because i'm you know i have to be able to to pull in you know that what i went through with him and just just bringing that back and so i'm playing him um and then yeah so 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 we're excited we're we're trying to get the funding for that Mm -hmm. um you know we we want to hire a nice team or whatever it's also a sag micro budget film which we're excited about so we can you know hire um any actor that we want and we're trying to get people to you know we, we need to, we were looking for um a couple of um a-listers that that we believe that will that will really impact some latin a-listers you know what i mean like we're you know and I, I don't know if i should mention their names now but uh <laughs> but nonetheless we're hoping for a couple of them. and then yes yeah, so, so then to wrap it up with, with mind state yeah. um i wanted to to start a film company that was solely, solely, solely based around mental illness and basically, you know, ending the stigma. Like I wanted to have a film company that only did films about mental illness and then, but in a unique way, I didn't want the films to be, you know, just triggering and, 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 and depressing. And, yeah. you know, so we, we, with mind state film with, uh, with don't mind me, I'm sorry. The the film is is it's it's funny you know it has comedy mm. it you know it you would never think right you think you hear all this stuff cutting you hear depression right. you're like oh my god here we go I can't <laughs> yeah. watch that movie right yeah. no so, but but it's about exactly heavy and it's not it's actually mm. very lighthearted and it's mm. done in such a strategic way that every single person um, can watch it and not have to worry about being triggered you know because mm. I'm. You know, I'm it's me suffering with anxiety. I'm big on triggers, and if yeah. you go to like mental health pages, usually you'll see somebody put trigger warning because they basically are letting you know that there's something inside of whatever they're posting that can potentially trigger you. Right. Um, and so, yeah, with this uh, with this project, it, it there, there's it's gonna make you laugh, it's gonna make you cry, it's gonna make you think, it's gonna inspire you, but most importantly, it's also gonna encourage people to. To just to to not be afraid to open up and not and stop suffering in silence. So that to me is what the crux of this this uh, this film is. And um, you know and yeah. And so with with Mind State Films, 
it was just my desire to do films like that where you know you know when you the the, the undertone you know what i mean uh, is, is is about mental illness and um and i don't think there's a company out there like it that is i mean that the heartbeat that right. is all about mental illness and that's why i called it mind state films nice nice wow that's really amazing and i like that you know because like you said some things do trigger and you know art is very powerful it's a powerful medium it's one of the powerfulest ways to connect and communicate with people and get that message out so the fact that you're able to do it in such a unique way and um you know that's the whole goal of the production company and and the films that you're creating I think that's really amazing because you can get that message across to people in a way that's not always going to you know maybe leave them making them feel just down or sad or depressed you know it's like okay it's lighthearted. Um, and yeah, maybe you'll take a different angle for different type of films, but for the first one, I think that's really, really, um, I think that's really amazing and congratulations. That's really big that you're doing that. Thank you. I'm excited about it because I, I, I just think that, you know, um, especially, you know, we, we, we show, I'm getting like a, a million text messages, uh, forgive me. So oh, no, it's uh, fine. hopefully, it's fine. hopefully it doesn't, doesn't show on the other end. Oh, no, I don't hearing. even, I don't hear it. <laughs> good, <laughs> good, good. Thank God. Good. Thank God. So, you know, I think the beauty of it is that, you know, it also shows, you know, a, a minority's perspective mm. on mental illness. You know, mm. we, you know, we have, um, a young black girl and, and we also have, uh, you know, a, a, a white, um, a white gentleman. And then we also have, you know, our family being Latinx and stuff like that. So mm. I wanted to make sure that I, that I was cognizant of, of, of just, just about everyone, you know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, and, and, uh, and really understand, let people understand what, what they've gone through, what they've experienced. Mm. And, um, and I mean, obviously this is, um, this is, it's near and dear because it's based on a true story, right. but the be- the beauty of it, like I said, it's, 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 it's going to be a short that we intend to make a full length feature or a series. Nice. And, uh, and we just, we, we believe it's, it's going to change the game because right now, you know, we, you know, we, we, we need to understand the significance of, of mental illness but also we need to understand, you know, the, the minority's perspective, because we don't really hear, you know, how it affects the black community, how it affects mm-hmm. the, the spent, you know, the Latinx community. We don't really hear how it affects a lot of us minorities. We just kind of hear, you know, whatever Hollywood wants us to hear. And we right. want to make sure that we give them a voice and be able to. And it's also a timepiece. So it's set in the 90s, like I shared. Mm. So it kind of gives a perspective. Uh, of 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 a time when you know people really didn't talk about it as much. Right. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're excited about it. That's dope. That's dope. So how can people support? Because I know you have the Indiegogo. Like, how do they um, find? It? And of course, I'll include like when I post this episode and when it goes live, I'll include it. Right. Um, but just listening wise, like, where can people go to support? Well, well, to be honest with you, um, just just to touch on that really quickly. You know, I understand that, you know, we're all dealing with the pen with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know that that everyone's pockets are different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, uh, you know, it, it you know, we want to help deep down in our hearts and we just don't have the means. Yeah. So so even for those who are unable to support financially, um, you know, resharing something or retweeting or reposting mm-hmm. or or doing whatever you can to spread the word is just as valuable to me as if you gave me a thousand or a million dollars. So Absolutely. I just want to, to put that out there as well. 
Um, but right now, the biggest concern, you know, that I have is just trying to find a way to to get the right crew to to, to shoot it, um, and and then also just the basics that you need to get the short film shot. So in, in order to to support right now, we have the Indiegogo, mm-hmm. um, which is attached to my Instagram, which is at Laro fifty five, which is L A R O fifty five, mm-hmm. um, and then also. Um, what else? I think uh, on Facebook, same thing at Laro fifty five. And just an FYI, uh, Laro is a nickname that I have. Um, okay. And fifty five, yeah, because people were like, "What is Laro?" You know, Angela, like, what is that about? Laro, Laro, Laro is a nickname that I've had since I was a kid growing up okay. in Borough Park, Brooklyn. And the fifty five was was actually like a little crew. We had five five live, and and mm-hmm. we'd all hang up on hang on fifty <laughs> fifth Street. So uh, so that's what it is. So yeah, so. The links are on there, um, so so if you feel compelled to to support, um, that would be the way to do that, and we would be honored and blessed by it. Nice, nice. Um, and then, uh, oh, that's what I wanted to ask you, because this is I keep seeing this word, so I wanted to, and you mentioned it, and I want to ask you to ex- like tell me more, like Latinx. It, what what is it, Latinx? Well, Latinx actually, Latinx. it's some it's it's something that I I never really used right mm-hmm. um i am just you know i'm 45 so i tend to uh you know i tend to just say you know latino latino well you know i mean yeah. i'm just i'm used to saying that but um it basically you know latinx is a term to for a group basically um to describe individuals in the united states who have latin american roots um, so it's just a different way mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, it's so I'm going to read just to make sure that I get it right. Uh, Latinx is a gender neutral term mm. used used in lieu of Latino okay. like or La- Latina to refer to a person of Latin American descent. So using the term Latinx to refer to all people of Latin American descent okay. uh, has been become more common as members like for instance, in the LGBTQ uh, community, mm-hmm. and it advocates have embraced the label. So it's more of just a, a all inclusive okay. uh, kind of thing. And I guess you know it's it's something new that yeah. everyone's using. Okay. I'm still getting used to it. I'm still yeah. getting used to it myself. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I feel like this is new because I feel like I, I've I've been seeing it lately, and mm-hmm. um, I, I know you you had mentioned it a few times. So I was like, oh, let me ask him about this. Like it feels like it's a new term. So. Interesting. Okay. Is this something yeah. you, would you say like, I'm a Latinx actor or, you know, or like, it's, I know. For it's, sure. Okay. 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 For, cool. sh- for sure. For sure. I, I think, um, you know, we, 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 you know, as we, as we change with the times, yeah. you know, we have to embrace, you know, it, it, it's all about, you know, inclusiveness and, and, and just, you know, understanding that, you know, that, that things change. And, 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 and so, so sometimes with that being said, you have to understand the heartbeat of, of what it's all about. You know, like for instance, uh, it says that the word Latinx originated in the mid 2000s mm. uh, in activist circles, primarily in the US as an expansion of earlier gender inclusive variations of the word Latino. So it's just, like I said, it's uh, Oprah. I mean, Oprah uses it. I mean, there's just so many different people that mm. um, that have used it. So I, I guess I'm just, you know, it's like even the the word um what is it um grand rising for instance, yeah. right? Yeah. So 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 instead of saying good morning, like yeah. people say why don't you know? Because morning, you know, the word in itself, 
you know, mm. is, 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 you know, it's your morning. You're, you're, yeah. you're wh- why would I say what's, what's good, good about morning? About- you know what I mean? Oh. So, so, so when I heard grand rising, mm. actually, I'm going to read the meaning of it. A lot of people ask me why I started, I'm reading this, why, why I say grand rising instead of good morning. Morning is a time of grief. Mm. Rising is awakening and starting anew. Mm. So instead of saying good morning, it's grand rising. So that's kind of something you hear people say as well, you know. Yeah. So again, it's just a little, you know, twist and, and just kind of an upgrade to what we normally say, you know, I guess. Nice, nice. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the grand rising, that is that is something I've been hearing people say, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. And I didn't even when. thank you for breaking that down, because I didn't even really think about it like that. Like morning, the word, you know, it's really not a positive thing so it really what's isn't it really about... isn't <laughs> yeah wow. like what's good what's good about morning like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like, nah. yeah wow wow um well do you have any like i know you're working on your short film and your production mm-hmm. company you're active on clubhouse with which we all know that keeps us very very busy because those rooms go very late especially if you're moderating oh, yeah. oh my god for sure definitely. <laughs> um definitely. is there anything else like you have um coming up or you're working on that you wanted to share i want to give you space for that yeah well well my daughter is actually um in a new film that's going to be coming out it's the soprano sequel Ooh. um called the many saints of newark um, so I'm excited about that. She has a little speaking role in that. Oh my god! Um, and so we're excited about that. And um, that's a and, big and deal. What I, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty huge. She wound yeah. up getting, um, um, you know, what they call uh, a Taft Hartley. Yeah. So basically, it allows her to to you know be SAG eligible like right away. Wow. So it was kind of kind of cool for her. But we want you know we obviously want to get more credits for. Um, and right right now, my main focus is to to continue to you know try to get opportunities to showcase um this this gift that i had now have and 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 as an actor um and uh, also um for those who who may be interested in uh finding out a little bit more about me and and how i started my first opportunity in acting was a show called danny's house which is um on uh vice tv it was uh with rapper danny brown who's managed by m&m's manager uh, paul rosenberg mm-hmm. um and so i wound up getting that i wound up getting cast maybe not even a week and a half into me becoming an actor wow. so so like literally out of whoever you know submitted they chose me out of the thousands and thousands of people yeah. that submitted so so you know i'm right now just you know pursuing opportunities and and i do have uh, a pilot that I was uh, that I was cast to be in. I can't say too much about it. Okay. Um, I do have a couple of other opportunities. Um, one to be in a particular film that that is actually uh, a really major film. I'm also in a film that we filmed during um, COVID nineteen during during this whole pandemic that we're dealing with. Uh, it's called Lucky Louie nice. uh, with uh, with actor Daniel Roebuck. I mean, he's he's uh, an icon in the industry. So I'm, I'm glad I'm waiting for that to, to come out this wow. year. Um, and so, like I said, I'm just trying to stay busy. We're trying to get this film shot ultimately. So a lot of my time is really devoted into getting people to, you know, to, to help, help us get, we want to shoot late March. Mm. Um, so, so, you know, we're trying to shoot in uh, Brooklyn, New York city nice. and in Newark. And, um, that's pretty much really what's consuming my time and, uh, and just being a great dad and, supporting people and, and and just loving on people in my 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 uh, the group and the 
a group in Clubhouse, and that's pretty much it. That's what consumes me. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. lot. Yeah, you, you got a lot on your plate. That's really awesome. And then if people are um, listening and they want to be in your Clubhouse room, um, you have that. It's Sunday nights you do that? Yeah, actually, it is every Sunday night. I'm going to read because uh, I, I tend to forget, you okay. know, I'm, I'm getting, you know, it's, you know, the old age, but the room is actually called actors who feel like giving up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, let's talk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it's encourage uh, in parentheses. And so it's every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time mm-hmm. and then 6 p.m. If you're on the West Coast and I'm not good with Central Time, so forgive me. I yeah. don't even know what time that is. I, I'm like, I'm trying to think of like, what would it be Central Time? So, so again, it's it's a room that is not just for actors; it's for everyone who's in the industry. Yeah. And honestly, it's it's open to anybody, mm-hmm. regardless if you act, if you tap dance, if you mm-hmm. if you're a homemaker, if you're a janitor. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You are. We are welcome to join the room. We just want to love on you. We want to support mm-hmm. you. We want to encourage you to be the best version that you can be. And trust me when I tell you, I don't have it all together, which is the beauty of loving on people because we walk that journey together, locking arms. So that's what that room is all about, ultimately. Beautiful. Well, you are doing great work for the acting community, just for people in general, everything you're doing. It's really beautiful. It's warm. I can feel your heart and I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you taking the time to um, come on the Actors Lounge and share your story and just like, you know, inspire the listeners. I really, really appreciate it. It's my pleasure, honestly. Like it's 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 an honor for me to 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 meet people like yourself and Thank you. and just to meet the people that I do meet. And, 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 and so I'm just grateful to be to be used in this capacity. And I, and I know that it's just the beginning. So I'm excited about, you know, the future and, and, and what God has for me. So I'm really, really happy. But, but once again, God gets all the glory yep. and I am grateful for this opportunity. It means so much to me. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I will um, let you know, you know, your episode will be live very soon. So I will keep you posted on that. And yeah, thank you so much for being here and you have a good rest of your day. You too. Thank you.